Welcome to Futures So Bright, coming to you from Class 101 in Franklin, Tennessee. We're illuminating the college admissions experience as we guide you through the basics of college planning and the application process. I'm your host, Sean. I'm a student at Davidson College in Davidson, North Carolina. But before that, I was a high school student who came to Class 101 for help in things like writing effective essays, creating a college resume, and of course, figuring out where I wanted to spend the next four years of my life. I'm joined by college planners from Class 101 Franklin who have decades of experience in guiding students like me through the process of applying to college. Each week, we'll tackle a different topic, and they will share information and stories that we hope will make the college admissions experience a little less daunting. So today, we're going to introduce you to the Class 101 Franklin team, and they're going to tell us a few common misconceptions that they've seen from parents and from students who are starting the college application process. But first, I want to introduce Karen Feemster, the owner of Class 101 Franklin. So Karen, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into college planning. Thank you, Sean. So when I started with Class 101, my own daughter was getting started in the college application process, or we were starting to look at colleges, and she was convinced that she wanted to go to New York or Chicago because she'd spent time dancing in those places in the summer and thought they were wonderful. So we took her on a college trip to Chicago, and she fell in love with everything there. We were hoping that she was going to see some snow. Instead, it was the most glorious, warm, beautiful weekend you could ask for. And we realized how much we didn't know about college planning. My ties are in Kentucky, and my sister-in-law is an attorney there, and a partner in her firm had used the founder of our company, Tom Pabin, with Class 101, and she said, why don't you give this guy a call? And I did and found out that he was already driving to the Nashville area to work with students. We met him and fell in love with his service and were hooked. Went on our first college trip and said, oh, this is, this is fun. A few years later, after she'd made a good choice, Tom was starting to franchise. And I realized that this was such a valuable service that I wanted to bring it to Middle Tennessee. So I opened a franchise. In that chain of opening franchises, I am the fifth franchise, and we now have close to 50 franchises across the United States, and I was the first one in Tennessee. So next, I'm going to have the team go around and tell us a little bit about themselves, what kind of college planning experiences they had before joining the Class 101 team, and how they got involved with Class 101 Franklin. Thanks, Sean. My name is Beth Kaler, and I am a college planner with Class 101 Franklin. I learned about Class 101 from Karen Feemster. She and I were talking 10 years ago or more, and Sarah, our oldest daughter, was a junior at Franklin High School and about to start that process, and we had not a clue as to where to begin. I just knew that I wanted to make it a thorough process, and I didn't want to pay any more money than I had to to send her to college, and I wanted it to be a good process for her. So after I introduced Beth to Class 101 and her family was sold as well, we took our daughters on our first college trip together and we tag teamed with the Lexington group. That group was going to see five colleges on their, on their week trip. Beth and I had, had so much fun at the different colleges that we continued to visit schools long after the other group went home. We ended up visiting nine schools in six days 
And we came home just because we had run out of Hampton Inn Honors Points and um, our, we'd left our husbands home with our younger kids and needed, needed to come back. And colleges weren't doing tours on Sundays, so we came home. But we knew we were hooked on the process and we've taken many more road trips since then. That's one of our favorite things about the process is visiting colleges. Laura, would you introduce yourself next? Thanks, John. My name is Laura Branchill. I'm originally from Michigan, but lived in Florida for many years, where I became a guidance counselor in a Catholic school in Fort Lauderdale. Five years ago, my husband and I decided to leave Florida and move to Franklin, Tennessee, because our three children who had grown and married left us. So we moved to Franklin, where we have a daughter and her family. And when I got here, I realized that I really missed the college planning process, but I still had in my heart that desire to help students along their college journeys. I went to a college luncheon and was seated next to Karen and Beth, and we got to talking, and I realized that they had a great company. Long story short, three years ago, I joined the Class 101 Franklin team and am absolutely loving the time that I spend with this amazing team of women and the students that we serve. Melissa, could you introduce yourself? Hey, I'm Melissa Dick, and I am actually the one member of the team who really doesn't have a lot of college planning experience yet, except for my oldest son, who is now um, about to be a sophomore at college. And honestly, when we approached Class 101 for services for him, it was because we had a relationship with Beth. And so it was so much fun to connect with her and have her connect with my child and be able to help him uh, pick a college. And it was such a great experience. And getting to know everyone at Class 101 was such a great experience that I really sort of invested in the process myself. The other thing is that my background personally is marketing and public relations. And to be honest, I saw that there was a real need because not enough people knew about Class 101 and what they did. And of course, I had tons of friends who I knew needed this kind of service who either didn't want to have the hassle of, you know, telling their kids, have you done this yet? Have you done that yet? And wanted an intermediary to kind of help facilitate that or just wanted to give it up to someone who knew more than they did about the college process. So I jumped in and started doing marketing and social media, but I'm also passionate about working with kids. I worked with Destination Imagination, which is an after-school program that teaches kids creativity and collaboration for a long time and loved just the process of working with kids. And so I wanted to get back into doing that again as well. So I have been training as a college planner and taking on my first students. And in addition, we're working with some low socioeconomic students who maybe can't afford our services, but need the help finding out what colleges are available and what's really out there and available to them at a price that they can afford. So I'm very passionate about that and so glad to be a part of this team. Kristen, I know you have some unique experience. Could you tell us about that? Hi, I'm Kristen Melikar, and I'm a college planner with Class 101 in Franklin, Tennessee, and I bring background from the other side of the table to this college planning process. I have experience working at Colgate and Vanderbilt in the admissions department, reading applications for admission for incoming freshmen and transfer students. I really enjoy the college planning process and have actually just gone through it with my oldest daughter. 
When we got through the process, I realized it was a fun process and also something that could benefit from experts in the help with the process as well. And since I have another child coming up right behind her, I'm excited to work with her and other college students in that process. Last but certainly not least, Jean, could you introduce yourself? Hi there, I'm Jean Fain, and I am the ACT prep coach for Class 101 Franklin, Tennessee. I have gotten involved with Class 101 as a former franchise owner that relocated to Nashville, and the services were here existing already for many years, and so I joined the fabulous team here. I have a background as a school president and headmaster and love working with students, so I carried that joy and skill set over into the college planning process. Thank you guys so much. So in a lot of your expertise and experience, what are some common misconceptions that you see in students and in parents when they're applying for college and going through that process? One of the things that I've found out, Sean, in working with students for many, many years is the misconception that if I have high ACT, SAT scores and a high GPA, I'm going to get into just about any college on my list. That is not true. The colleges are looking at a variety of things that the student brings to the table, not just those scores. Schools are looking for students who have certain qualities, certain talents, certain abilities that they can bring to the school. So we have to look at the whole person. We have to look at all of the things that the student is going to bring to the admissions table. Another misconception that goes along with the perfect scores and should be able to get into every school is that if a student gets into the school and it does have, or he or she does have a high ACT and high GPA, that they are going to get what is called a full ride. There's lots of misconceptions about what exactly is a full ride. To some people, that means the cost of tuition, room, and board, but for most colleges, that actually means full tuition and not every student will get full tuition. So there's cost um, expectations from our families, and usually they're coming to us to figure out how to make college more affordable. So if we know that a student is applying to, for instance, an Ivy League school, they typically give what's called need-based aid. They give very little in merit money. So a family is gonna have to fall into their categories for need-based aid in order to get a large award. Whereas some of our other schools that maybe don't get as much notice will give something like scholarship and grant money. But we wanna educate our parents on what exactly their cost expectations are. And the misconception that college is gonna be free is one of those that's, that's damaging when you're looking at colleges. Kristen, with your unique experience, what do you think are some common misconceptions? One of the misconceptions, again, from reading applications and talking to incoming students is I think that sometimes they feel if they have a certain number of activities or certain kinds of activities on their resume that there'll be a shoe in. I think from my experience of reading applications, I don't think that there's a certain number or a certain kind of activity. I always encourage students to just really be passionate about the activities that they're doing, and I think that will come through on their application. And I. I think that speaks more highly than having more activities per se.
Jean, what do you think? A misconception that oftentimes I hear with families who are considering college planning is they can do this by themselves. They can research it and get into it and guide their child on their own. They have the wherewithal to do that. The main thing is you don't know what you don't know. And there's so much of the ins and outs of this process that it's important to be aware of that and hand that over to the experts. What about you, Beth? So at Class 101 Franklin, we love helping students with the actual application process. And another misconception is that once you apply, once you submit that application, you are done. But that is not the case. Once your application has been submitted to a university or college, there are more steps to take. You will need to open a student portal. You will need to look at other scholarship applications, honors applications, accepting scholarships perhaps. I had a student uh, several years ago who failed to accept his scholarship and therefore lost the scholarship. So all of this is now in the student's online portal um, with each university or college, and that is a ongoing process after the actual admissions application has been submitted. You know, when I started the process of applying for colleges with my son, I really didn't realize just how different the college application process is from the time when I applied to college. Like a lot of parents, I had the misconception it was not going to be that complicated. I mean, I think I took the ACT once, and I think I applied to two colleges, maybe. But that's not how it is anymore. We talk a lot at Class 101 about visiting 10 colleges, applying to seven, and loving five. And that's really a different process than it was We won't say how many years ago when I actually was applying to college. We want our students to have choices. We want our students to have choices not only in the kinds of schools that they're applying to, but the monetary commitments that they're making to those colleges. We want scholarship options, financial aid options. And so I think a large misconception that basically it's not that different than when I applied to college, that's a huge one. So this is your first time that you've ever done a podcast. I mean, I'm obviously a podcast veteran, but how are you feeling about this? Well, I know that I'm passionate about the college application process, and I'm passionate about my students, and I feel like there's so many things that I want to share. So yes, as I'm sitting here with a microphone, it's like all of those thoughts kind of dry up just a little bit, and I'm thinking, okay, how much more can I can I tell them? Because as most of the people in this room knows uh, know me, um, once I get started talking about colleges, I actually don't really stop. <laughs> so. We do love talking about colleges, and when we are all together here in the office, we love sharing that information and want to share it to more people outside of the office. And, you know, we really all are passionate about working with young people and helping them find their dream and where they're going to spend the next four years of their lives. So we hope that we can make a difference with this podcast and just give everyone a little tidbit that's going to help them along the way. Thanks for listening to Futures So Bright. We hope you'll subscribe and tell a friend about us. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at at class101franklintn. And if you're in our area, we'd love to talk with you one-on-one about how Class 101 can work with your family and student to plan for college. 
With about 50 Class 101 locations nationwide, you can go to class101.com to find a location with experienced college planners near you.